Yeah. Beautiful. All right, Mark was just telling me before about a guy who preached his sermon and then forgot to flick this this off and went to the toilet. So, yeah, I'm hoping um, I can remember to turn this off because I'm sure I want to duck out there after. But that's all right. All right. Um, since it's early on in the year still, I, I loved Mark's sermon last week um, when he he preached on Philippians three verses thirteen to fourteen, which says, "No, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it." But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Now, what I got out of that, and when I was thinking about what to preach on today, um, I thought of this, surprisingly. That's why it's up there. Um, seeking first the kingdom of God. And I just I was just thinking that, us as a church, it's amazing to see what's God, what God has done through, through this church already. And 2012 is going to be a big year, um, and we're going to be, I'm sure we're going to be challenged and called to, to do many different things. But the first thing that we need to be, we need to have complete is us and our hearts, because there's no point going out into the community when our hearts aren't fully um, focused on God. Um, so, yes, what is it to seek the kingdom of God? That's what I'm going to go through today so if this yep it works that's good um seek the kingdom of god above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need that's matthew six thirty three. so seek the kingdom above all else seeking first the kingdom it doesn't say seek the kingdom it says seek first the kingdom so that's clear that that's got to be the first thing in our minds um now today i would like to that's a tree, for those of you who don't know. Um, I would like to liken our lives to a tree, surprisingly enough. Um, obviously, we're all different types of trees. Some of us are going to be taller than others. We've grown more in our relationship with God. Some of us are wider trees, skinnier trees. Um, not looking at anyone in particular, of course. Um, and basically, our life um, and a tree's life is very similar in that trees grow. They bear fruit. So also we need to grow and bear fruit in our spiritual life with God. So first thing I think in achieving this, the to seek the God, kingdom of God first is one to get rid of the obstacles that are in the way. Um, so first I was thinking about sin, obviously being the biggest one, and what in a tree's life is very alike sin. And I came up with ivy. Um, it it looks pretty good on buildings and stuff, yeah, on some towers. It, it looks pretty pretty, but it, it's it's destroy. It's a main destroyer of a lot of things. It can pull down houses. Um, and it was funny. I was reading this article um, about ivy, about a person who's obviously a bit into their gardening, and um, it just sounded perfectly like sin. The description. It, it was, obviously looks good on the outside a bit, um, but it's destructive on the inside. Um, the English brought it over from England. Not if there's anyone English here, I don't want to bag you, but um, uh, my mind immediately jumped to Adam and Eve, um, bringing sin into the world. Um, it's convenient for people to sell. It grows really quickly, um, and the stores, the garden stores, continue to sell it even though they know the uh, not benefits, the results of people buying the ivy and chucking it in the yard. Um, this lady, she was clearing out. She said after clearing out the ivy each summer or whatever, 
she um, comes back next summer and finds it all over the place. And why is that, she says, is because it's all over her neighbourhood um, and people around her don't bother to do maintenance on it. So I think that's just exactly like sin. Basically what it does, it, um, it just pulls down the trees. It says, in the tree canopies, the enormous weight of the ivy will eventually topple each tree. The rootlets burrow under the bark, causing fungus and decay while creating opportunities for disease to enter. So sin, it's exactly like sin. It gets in. It, eventually, if you don't do anything to it, it's gonna, just going to pull you down. And it, it creates opportunities for more disease to enter into our lives. Um, so I don't think here we've got any drunks who smoke five packs of cigarettes a day and go around swearing, murdering people. I hope not. Um, but I think the biggest problem with us in church today is that we've got little things in our lives that just jump in and um, we don't get rid of. Um, Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sins that so easily entangles us, just like ivy entangles a tree. We need to get rid of it before it gets too, the weight of it gets too much and just brings us down. Um, so let's, let's take... TV, for an example, if you're watching a show, you might just have a bit of swearing in it, you know, just the little things. Um, eventually, you start, you go, oh, that's all right. Um, it's not going to do much to me. But then you, you see an advertisement in that show for another show that's just a little bit, got a bit more, it's got some sexual references, it's a bit more heavy on the language and a bit of violence. And eventually, you're seeing stuff that's just absolutely terrible for you. Um, that's that's an example of, of how sin just gets into our lives and destroys it. So it's really important. I just want you to have a think about things in your life maybe that are a little bit, they're not pleasing to God, um, that we need to get out. Um, because before we know it, we'll, it'll be distracting us and we won't be seeking the kingdom of God first and we won't be fit to go out um, into service for him. Whoops, one too many. All right, secondly, the weeds. Weeds, they take up space, they sap the nutrients uh, from the ground, they restrict the growth of the tree. So weeds, basically, you've got this tree growing, right? And you've got the weeds starting to spring up. Now, there's new, plenty of nutrients in the soil and you've got the rain coming down, the water that the tree needs to grow. Now, usually the tree would be taking all of those nutrients, all of, those all of that water, yes? But now that there's weeds, they're going to be taking some of that nutrients and... Weeds don't usually kill a tree. I've never, I don't know, maybe you have, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but, but they don't, they restrict the growth of the tree and that the tree could be growing much bigger because it, it's got more nutrients available to it that the weeds are taking. Um, so again, it's not, it doesn't have to be big, just little habits. Um, example, um, sport's a big one, I think, for especially young guys and men. It, um, it takes up a lot of time. You've got training twice or three times a week and then a match and whatever. If you're in a couple of teams, couple, um, then you're going to be playing it even more. Um, and that's taking up your energy. Um, therefore, there's not as much energy going into learning the word and, and spending time with God. So things like that, sport, TV, music even. I mean, I'm very into music and I play a lot of instruments, so that takes up my time if I, if I don't... Um, Try to keep that away, but yes. All right, so now let's go to the next one. Fungi, um, the discouragement. So fungi, it rots the centre of the tree, it destroys the dead tissue, and it weakens the tree. So the thing with fungi is um, 
by the time you see it on the outside of the tree like this, it's already done lots of damage inside. Um, and I think really what came to my mind is bad memories um, that well up inside of us and really destroy us from the centre. I um, just want to use an example. Um, for me, Dad and I, we took down a couple of pine trees in our yard a couple of weeks ago, um, about 12 metres, I think. Um, two of them, right on the fence line. Um, and I was the one at the bottom pulling with the rope. Dad was up there with the chainsaw, um, chopping it down. And basically, first one, the taller one came down beautifully, straight on the yard. Then we got to the second one, which wasn't as tall, but halfway up the tree there's a fork, and you've got two branches that are forking off. And right, this is sitting right in the corner of the yard where you've got two fences, right in the, there, where, and it's on a slope also. So we took down the first branch and it, just the weight of it, the weight of the foliage on it, pulled it down that way and it went straight down on the fence, that side. And obviously that wasn't good. I, didn't, I don't get along well with that neighbour either. I've had a couple of run-ins with his power lines with my footy and stuff. So I was very eager to get that tree off the fence before he came out and, yes, uh, obviously. But he didn't for some reason. He was home and stuff, but that's all right. But that's not the point. Then we got to the second one and what do you know, it went down on the other side of the fence, of course. So, obviously, me being the one with the rope pulling it down, it's not very good for my conscience. Now we've got to pull down the other half of the tree um, that's still sitting three or four metres above the fence line. Um, now, psychologically, because I've just had two branches go on the fences, I'm not feeling very good. That, the memory of those two branches going on the tree, I'm going, oh, I can't do this. But this one, this is the bottom of half of the tree. It's going to come down fine, Dad's saying. And, but I'm going, oh, no, no please. It's going, to do, it's going to do massive damage. But I just had to trust Dad, I had, I had, and it came down fine. What do you know? S straight down and where Dad wanted to come. So these bad memories, you've got to let them not, not eat your inside out because I could have just said, no, I'm not doing it and walked away. But I trusted, and it was fine. So that's the thing with fungi is the bad memories um, just rot us from the inside and destroy tissue. That's why we need to get rid of them quick. All right. What about you? Um, yeah, we just want to, I think it's just, it might be good just to take a minute or so just to have a think about things that um, are obstacles in our, in our walks. Um, whether it's work, it's getting a bit out of hand, sport, even some relationships, music, TV, computer games, whatever it is. I just want to, if you want to close your eyes, bare heads or whatever, just, just listen to God and, and I just want you to listen um, to see what things are in your life that you reckon are getting in the way um, and stopping you from full potential of growth. So we'll just take a minute or so just to sit down. If you've got paper, you can write them down or whatever. So.
Alright. Sorry if I've interrupted anyone. It's a bit hard to pick them up everyone's brain, but Alright. The second part. So once once a tree's once you got rid of the obstacles to a tree, um, what's gonna make it grow is nutrients and things like that. But you've got to be disciplined to feed it that. And that's exactly the same with our lives. We've got to be disciplined to get the right ingredients in our lives. So, firstly, um, the main, I think two of the main nutrients, um, personally, for our personal relationship with God, prayer and the Word. Um, firstly, prayer. Philippians 4.6 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He's done. So, automatically, we can see that that's really important. It's our communication with God. Um, just give you a little illustration. If I, if I want to be friends with Simon, and I just um, I just come and sit down next to him. I can't I can't get to know him unless I talk to him. Say how are you doing? My name's Sam. It's exactly like that with God. If 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 you're not talking to him, you can't get to know him. So. That's why that's really prayer is really important. If you're not sitting down each day with a good time, I, I find I just like to sit um, after I'm supposed to be asleep, just sit on the floor and just have a deep and meaningful conversation with God. Just chat to Him. Um, it doesn't have to be big words or whatever. So it's really important to have a time each day um, where you can just chat with God because that's how you get to know Him. That's our communication with our best friend, obviously. Um, yeah, and we see constantly through the Old Testament how important prayer is. Um, particularly, I find when God said David, his son, um, after he committed adultery, God said his son was going to die. David prayed unceasingly. Um, so that automatically gives us the thought that prayer is powerful. It's obviously got some meaning if David um, spent that much time on it. Um, so, yeah, that's prayer. Um, the Word. Psalm 119 verse 105 is about um, the lamp, the word being a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. And that's exactly what the word is. It's, it's our textbook to life, basically. Um, that's how we're going to grow and we're going we're gonna to know which path to take. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just, it's hard to describe, really. It's, it's, it's God's word to us. It's the textbook that we use to live our lives daily. And if you're not getting into that, then you're not going to know how to live your life, and and so if you, again, if you're not if you're not spending time in that word daily, um, yeah, you need to be. So I want to encourage you um, if if you're getting into the word once a day, um, try to look at pushing yourself to get into it twice a day. If you're getting into the word five times a day, try and get into it six times a day, because the more you get of the, that word, the more you're going to grow. Um, so yes. All right. Soil um, is fellowship, um, is what I thought it resembled. The tree's in tree's in good soil, and it's going to grow really well. The tree's in bad soil, it's going to die, basically, to put it really plainly. Um, Psalm 1 verse 1 says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. So that's, that's really plainly. Um, God will bless those who don't hang out with the wicked, and it's not just he'll bless them, because um, automatically if you sit with the wicked, if you spend time with them, they're going to influence you. Um, if you sit with those who are um, 
have a good relationship with God, again, you're going to grow. It's just going to encourage your growth, just like a tree is if it's in good, good soil. So have a think about just who you are hanging out with, especially the younger ones. I think it's really important that you've got good friends because they're going to build you up. Um, and, yes, again, that'll just encourage your growth even further. Um, the more the better. All right, whoops. Okay, placement, outreach. If a tree's on a hill like this one, everyone can see it, yeah? Um, and if it is growing well and if it is beautiful, then people admire it. But if the tree's in a little corner and it's no one can see, if it's behind a house or whatever, no one's going to see it. No one's going to admire its beauty. Um, exactly like us. If we're, if we're hiding, if we're hiding our faith, um, Luke 8, 16 talks about the lamp. Um, hidden under a basket. Don't. There's no point lighting a lamp and then hiding under a basket so nobody can see it. If you if you put it on a stand, then everybody in the room is going to see it. It's exactly the same as our faith. Um, and what I really like about the tree is that it can't move. It can't walk and talk, can it? And I think to a degree that's like us. We've got to allow God to work through us. If people have got to see the beauty in the tree and then point to God. It's just like us. The Holy Spirit is the one that convicts people and um, brings them to Christ. Um, but as I said, outreach. We've all got opportunities. We're all we're all in a neighbourhood, unless you live on a farm with 150 acres around you, and it's a bit harder. But we're all in neighbourhoods. We're all in workplaces. We're all in school, and there's people all around us that don't know know Christ. So again, I want to challenge you that. Um, yeah, there's real opportunities wherever you are. So just think about stepping out a little bit more because it is hard. There's certainly no easy part to it, but it, it really is great, and we know that God's with us in whatever we do. So what about you again? Let's, um, again, let's just take a minute to, to reflect. Um, I'm going to really let this sink in. So prayer and the Word, are you really getting into that enough? Are you, are you growing um, if you if you aren't, um, then maybe just consider making some time, pushing things aside. Fellowship, are you hanging out with good people? Um, even simply as these holidays, if you're not doing anything, invite a family from church over to dinner because you'll be surprised how many conversations you'll have that will just encourage you and build you up. And then outreach, again, as I was saying, you've, you've got we've all got opportunities wherever we are. So um, just think about that. So why don't we just bow our heads, whatever, for a minute. and. Um, just think about how we can we can improve.
All right. John 15, verses 1 and 5 to 7 is just what I'd like to read. I'm thinking about a tree. Jesus said, I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. So just as we've been talking about trees, we're actually branches on a grapevine. That's how Jesus puts it. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So just as we're thinking of the tree, how it can't move, Jesus says blatantly there, we can't do anything without him. Um, yeah. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. So that's a really scary thought. Um, and I guess a, a real wake-up call to us um, who, aren't, who aren't getting into the Word, who aren't um, having fellowship with each other and, and just aren't living out our lives for God. Um, being gathered into a pile to be burned, that's, I think that's a picture of hell. And we really need to be um, awake and, and ready for God to call us. Um, yeah. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want, and it will be granted. Now, obviously, that's not talking about, oh, I want a HSV, God. Can I, can I please have a new car? Um, yeah, he's obviously not talking about that. But I think what he is talking about, though, is when you do start to realise that, oh, I, maybe I do need to start um, in, getting into some more outreach and just sharing my faith a bit more. Or, yeah, I need to get into the Word a bit more. So, God, I'm going over to my neighbour's house and... I'm a bit scared. It's it's a dawning thought to be sharing my faith with him, but I just pray that you'll give me the strength. Um, and that's the, I think that's the thing he's talking about, giving us anything we want. Again, with the word, Lord, I'm I'm really struggling to get into your word. Um, I just pray that you'll help me. Um, give me the discipline to get into your word. I think again, that's that's what he's talking about. And yeah, things like that where it's going to benefit us eternally. So. Again, let's go back to that verse. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So that's a promise. He'll give us everything we need. If we can go through those steps of getting into the word daily, putting that above everything else, then he'll give us everything we need. So I don't know how many of you have written down stuff that you can improve on, but I just encourage you to get out and, and act on that because um, he will. He will give us everything we need when we put that first. So, yep, it's your decision now. Um, I can't stress any more to you. Well, I could. I could go on for another two hours, but I think Mark had stopped me then. Um, it's your decision. The distractions you've written down that are in your life um, and the things you can work on to get yourself disciplined, that's, that's your choice. And um, Yeah, I just want to in, invite you this morning, if you need to talk to someone about that, Mark, we'll get Mark and Cheryl to pray, pray with you whether you come, want to come up this next song after the service. If, if you don't want to do that, feel free to ring him up, whatever. Because, um, yeah, this is if we want to be a church that's, that's going out into the community and, and making a real difference, we need to start with us. We need to act on those things that we know that are in our lives that aren't helping us to grow like a tree. So, yeah, I just want to encourage you to act on those things um, if you've found any of them. So, yes, thanks for that.
right, hold right, hold right. 